Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris down on the beach. I hope you can hear the sound of the thundering surf in the background. It is huge. Woohoo! So the sun's up. Uh, the wind's up. The wind is probably combined with the air temperature, knocking things around to about four degrees wind chill. So it's hot. <laughs> and cold, hot into you when you walk into the sun and cold on your back, hilarious, beautiful, stunning. There's a group here today collecting plastic, I would assume. Um, there's a vast number of them, they're all women, and there's a vast number of them that speak with an American accent. So I don't know what the collaborative mindset is, uh, to come with their green plastic, or their green uh, non-plastic, probably bamboo bags, and collect tiny little morsels of plastic off the beach. Maybe they're doing research for uni or something. Which makes me think today would be a good day to talk about values. So the last blog question I answered, 20 questions in 30 days, was, why do people do what they do? And I'm not going to go through that whole thing because it's written up on the blog and, uh, and it's audioed on Spotify, under my Spotify account, which, by the way, uses a robot instead of me to share insight. I haven't seen, of all the people that are watching it and listening to it, haven't seen one single person make a comment or like it, which means uh, because you give stuff, because we give stuff away for free, uh, there is, in a sense, no requirement to contribute to it, or nobody likes it, <laughs> which would be also fair enough. But today's walk on the beach with the green bag people just makes me aware of the, the importance of understanding values because although we don't need to have all the same intrinsic values, the extrinsic expression of those va values is called a collaborative mindset. It's called a community. Or as my uh, very close colleague and good friend Dr. Lou Cox in New York with his book Ego would describe it, a tribe. Now tribes are really important to the human condition and those who lack a tribe outside of them, their own little universe which is up in their tribe in their brain which is a collection of thoughts and lack one socially usually create one domestically and call their family, their tribe. That's really sad. It's a sad end result for the kids in that tribe because the kids have got to behave in complicity with the tribe, even though they may not uh, have a values connection with what drives the tribe. So mum and dad might be saying, you're in this tribe because it's a family. And the kid's going, well, I don't necessarily want to go and be part of that. I don't like the people in the tribe. I don't relate to them. 
they can start saying that as early as five years old. And the parents go, well, we don't have a tribe outside of our family. No one else relates to our value set. So we're going to cause a tribe in the family because we can dictate that. We can, we can do what uh, Mao decided to do and force a religion or force a belief and force a tribe. That's not what we mean by real tribes. When we say tribe, we mean typically people volunteering to come down the beach and collectively fulfill their values with green bags collecting pieces of plastic for whatever reason. They are a tribe. No one said you've got to be here. No one said you will be ostracized for not being here. And no one actually wrote down on a piece of paper what the values of that collective tribe are because people have all different intrinsic reasons for being here. Friendships, social good, save the world, fight the oppressor, but they have an extrinsic collective to come and collect plastic off the beach. There's a belonging. If you hear of a family where the kids are mutinied and the kids are at each other and the parents are still trying to cause a tribe in that family, then you really understand that the two parents are split but living together, feigning a relationship. They're a fake tribe and they're asking the kids to collaborate and the kids are not interested or interested sometimes because the parents vacillate in and out of authenticity, but right, basically they seduce the kids into the tribe by telling them they're going to get what they want, a new car or a, or a new toy or a new pizza. And therefore the kids want to belong to the tribe and then punishing them for being themselves. In other words, disconnecting their intrinsic values from the tribe because the, the, the seduction, the candy, was just a taunt. Now this is no different to when you buy a product from a shop and then you have buyer's remorse. The shop seduced you into uh, belonging to a group of, a community of people who bought that thing, maybe earphones or uh, a mobile phone and they say come and join this community of Apple or community of Microsoft come and join us and with that and then they give you a big discount on the phone or something or make it look sexy and you say oh I'm in then you get home and you go what the freaking hell have I done I've been seduced and by remorse is one of the largest marketing dilemmas in the world because especially with online shopping 
once the purchase has been made, the effort to unmake it, for most people I'm talking about, is really extreme. I spoke to a guy yesterday who, whose wife buys clothes online from a particular shop that sends return uh, packaging with the piece of clothing. So what she does, she buys, let's say, a pair of boots online on the shop which is specializes in online uh, fashion. She buys boots online, but she buys three sizes. <laughs> she gets three pairs of boots and drops two of the pairs back in a, I'm assuming, back in a return pack, gets the refund. So buy a remote, this shop, online shop, has specialized in preventing buyer remorse for discounted clothing, which is one of the most challenging things because anything you buy online that has to fit, fit really well, would normally be done in an environment where you try it, suck it and see. And then, then it's buyer beware. You walk out and you get home and you go, it doesn't fit. You go back and you say, this doesn't fit. And they go, yep. Yep, that's why we had the dressing rooms, and yep, that's why you sat down and walked up and down the shop in your shoes. Stiff. So, and of course, then you have to go all the way back to the shop and things. So, so child remorse, or buyer remorse, or family conflict, it's all the same topic. It all comes back to what was sold, what's the sales process, and what's the exit that's permitted out of what was collaborated. So if we uh, say to a child or a kid or a teenager, be part of our family. Our family is a tribe. Um, and we say it's a unique tribe because nobody else understands us. Nobody else understands me. So I'm going to make a, a place where me is great uh, and build a tribe that has no choice. No choice at all, none, but to be part of it. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to be nice every now and again. I'm going to offer you things you want. I'm going to say, what will make you happy today? And is it a, a, a new laptop? Is it a, a car driver's license? Is it something? And then I'm going to act like a shit because once you've joined the tribe and once I've seduced you in, we have some idea that buyers buy things and then never think twice about it. But they do. They watch it and they go, I just don't want to be part of this freaking tribe, but I want the benefit of looking like I belong. So I'm going to be nice, behave, uh, secure myself a place in this thing, get the benefit. And it's, this is what happens with, of course, uh, Netflix and uh, YouTube. So the other day, I, every single time I go on YouTube and I have nearly a thousand videos I've put up on YouTube, so I'm there a lot. They keep offering me this freaking premium and, I, and they go 30 days free trial, 30 days free trial. I go piss off, piss off, piss off. I have to stamp out the, the uh, accept or reject sign on the front of my screen. I can't get to my YouTube videos without saying yes or no. So I make this decision over and over again. Next thing you know, they pop up the screen that says 90 days special for today only. And I go, boom, I'm in. 
90 days free trial, I'll take that any time. Same as a parent. Would you like a, 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 new, a, a, a new phone? Would you like to uh, have pizza for dinner? Would you like? And I, and, and I go, yeah, shit, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. And, and of course, 30 days after I'm in, I get a bill. In other words, the 90 was a, was a, 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 a fake. It was two pizzas with ice cream. It was the taunt. And I don't want to be part of YouTube's premium, premium thing, but I got sucked in. And that's how we quite often deal with people at work too. We say, become part of my team. And that's the whole conversation I'm having here today is about teamwork. So the people with the blue, the green, uh, the green uh, 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 bags made of bamboo or whatever they're made of, picking up plastic along Bondi Beach this morning, are part of a team. Now I know Luke calls it a tribe. I don't like that word because it sounds primal. Uh, I don't like community because uh, those things are usually uh, uh, fiction-based. I like the concept of a team. A team is where people volunteer. Where people volunteer to be in the team and then they play with the team for the team's greater good. They have a sense of outcome. They have a sense of being uh, valued by the team. They have a sense of adding value to a collective rather than being seduced into one as a tribe or seduced into one as a community or seduced into one as uh, the YouTube damn thing tried to do with me, which, you know, and I, and I balked on it and I went back and I, I got my money back and I got exited from the YouTube damn channel um, because I just didn't want to be there. I was not part of the YouTube team but I did become, for a short period of time, part of the YouTube community, which YouTube assumed once I was in, I wouldn't want to get out because the benefits would outweigh the drawbacks. That's just ridiculous. So a team at work is a group of people who volunteer to be part of something and they must be led. A team cannot be functional without a leader. And the leader's job is not to tell people necessarily what to do, but to tell people where they're going to tell people what's the, what's the outcome. Now, if a team's outcome doesn't drive into the core values of every member of the team, that there are people in the team who are coasting, and that is, means they belong to a tribe, but they're not participating, they're not contributing. That's why we talk about a balanced vision for teamwork, and one of the things that I think is really critical in, a, in an organisation who's trying to develop a sense of human potential in each member is to give individuals responsibility to hook their coat hanger hook onto the team they're in, onto their uh, vision, and then hook the team vision onto the organization's vision. Now, organizations are often led by desperate people. Just because there's someone at the top of a company and they're the CEO and they're being drilled by the board to get performance results, that doesn't mean that person's all that smart. And quite often they hire marketing people to come up with a vision or a strategy person to come up with a vision. And yes, that's what the board wants. But really, if you're going to build a team or a, or a, or a, a, a large collective of volunteers, you have to have something that at the top, not a, just a person, you have to have something at the top that integrates the diversity of core 
uh, values of all people. And that's why we go around the seven areas of life when we're developing a vision. We make sure that the, that the organization or the team has opportunities for coat hangers, opportunities for people to uh, get involved at their core value. So a family, to me, is, is not a tribe. To think of it like that is to underestimate the power of the members in the tribe. It's to underestimate buyer remorse. It's underestimate that we can cause a family to be a family because some celebration or a birthday's coming, we can promise the earth. But that person has to want to want to be part of it. They have to be inspired by the outcome. They have to be feel like a contributor to it, not just a participant. And contributors do things to make the tribe better, to make the team better. Contributors link their values to the team, not just their own self-satisfaction. Now, I know this sounds complicated at a family level, but it's really obvious if you talk about it at a work team level. If somebody is not contributing, it's not because they don't want to contribute, they just don't think their contrib contribution matters. And they've had smoke blown up their ass, oh, you're doing really well, you're going really good. And they've been had candy dangled in front of their nose, oh, if you, if you be part of this tribe, uh, you'll get rewarded. And that's all great, that's really great stuff, well done. But core values, <coughs> teamwork, doesn't work like that. Teamwork works on a whole, beats to a whole different drum, to a whole different music. Teamwork says, what's the vision? And understands where we're going. What's my contribution? Is it valuable or is it not? In other words, when the dinner's being cooked, do I participate or do I play games? When the product is being developed, do I participate or I just sit and watch? Now the observers in the world, there are many. Teams, as I hear over and over again, are full of righteous people saying, I'm right, you're wrong, the boss is not very clever, I'm not going to participate, I'm not going, to, I'm not engaged. But that is a victim. And victims are not going to be employed or employable in the next five years. An individual who doesn't want to be a victim says, well, I don't quite get it who's the CEO or the leader of this team. I don't quite get it. But somewhere in amongst what they're doing, I can actually link one of my core values to what they're doing and therefore become motivated to participate. Now that's called a grown-up, an adult. The child is sitting there going, well, I don't know my core values. I don't know what they're talking about. So I need to be cajoled. I need to be helped to see that my participation in this team raises the value of the team's output. In the case of a family, that's really easy to do, as long as the objective of the family is not to create a, a, a tribe in which one of the parents or both of the parents feel comfortable being stupid. This is Chris, you have a beautiful day. Bye for now.